Amen. You may be seated. Uh, good to see all of you here. If you're watching from home or watching on social media, let me invite you to come on Wednesday night. I encourage you to come. For a lot of people, Wednesday night is, is not, a, it's not a church night. Sunday is that church night. But let me encourage you to come. Be a part of what God's doing right here. I, I say you're, you miss something when you don't come. Anytime the doors are open, when the body of Christ is together, when brothers and sisters are singing praises and just spending time together with one another, worshiping King Jesus, and you're not here, you miss something. We only get so many family get-togethers throughout the year, and when you miss Wednesday night, you're missing half of it right now. So let me encourage you to come. Make it a priority. Come. Bring your kids. Come. Bring your youth. Come. Senior adults, young adults, every single one of you. Don't miss Wednesday night. I like Wednesday night. Wednesday nights are good. If you got your Bibles, go with me over to the book of Philippians. We've got a name for it tonight. Ty's going to put it up there. There it is. See it? Understanding the blessing. I knew what text I was going to, and as I pray through the message, as I pray through the direction, uh, what do you name it? What do you call it? See, when we think about blessing somebody, when we think about lavishing your goodness and your mercy and your grace out on somebody, we, we think of giving, we think of, of ministering to, he, he mentioned several of those um, little things hanging on the Christmas tree. I've got four of them here and love for you to take one of them. I've got two fours and two fives and I'll be led by the Holy Spirit and take these tonight if if God tells you to do it and bless somebody, well, my prayer tonight is that we understand it a little better. Understand the concept of, of blessing through God's eyes. Understanding blessings in God's economy. Because you've, you've studied the Word of God enough that you know God's way of doing things and the world's way of doing things are so often so different. And when we think of blessing, we think of, of giving someone something. We think of, of, um, of gifts. We, we're going into thanksgiving and we're thankful. We've, we've had God's grace and His mercy and His goodness and His forgiveness lavished on us as His people. And we're entering into a Christmas where there will be a giving and receiving of gifts. But, you know, when you, when you bless somebody, that, that's kind of it. There, there's nothing in return a lot of times. And... and we don't give to receive. None of us give a gift. None of us uh, are, are going to pick up one of these tonight and take this family of four right here and the Holy Spirit is going to lead you to bless them in some way and in return you expect absolutely nothing in return. Here, take it. Go be blessed. I want us to pray. I know we've got to... Time of business in just a few minutes. We're in the Philippians 4 tonight. Philippians chapter 4. But I want us to pray and help us to see blessings through God's eyes. Help us to understand it maybe a little different. And to tweak our thinking when we think of when we're blessing. What is actually going on when we, when we bless a family of four or five or six or eight. What is actually going on? And it's not just blessing those families. When you and I... Allow the Spirit of God to come in and, and take over when we bear that fruit, when we surrender and say, all right, Lord, what do you want me to do? And we 
act in obedience and we do what God tells us to do, something amazing happens. Let's pray. Father God, help us to see things the way you want us to see it, God. Help us to to realize there's a much bigger, grander picture going on, Lord. It's not just giving, that's it. Lord, there's some big stuff going on, Lord, behind the scenes. God, I pray that you would help us in spite of that, because of that, Lord. And when we realize that, Lord, help us to just, Lord, be instruments of goodness beyond anything we ever thought we could be. For your glory, for your name's sake, in Christ's name, amen. Philippians chapter 4, beginning in this. Verse 15, we know Paul here is, is a lot of thank youing going on in this letter. And verse 15, it says, You yourselves also know, Philippians, that at the first preaching of the gospel after I left Macedonia, no church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, but you alone. You're it. You're the only church. I came through, I was preaching, I was teaching, and you were the only one that came alongside and ministered, joined in, uh, helped do the work. There was needs, and you came along, and you blessed. Verse 16, for even in Thessalonica, notice this, for even in Thessalonica, you sent a gift more than once for my needs. Notice here, he's talking about his needs. He's not talking about his wants. You could take this same text here. You could take this same group of text and have a sermon on needs versus wants. we got a lot of wants, but what do we need? God takes care of our needs. He teaches us about our wants through our needs. They helped him a couple of times. In verse 17, not that I seek, notice this, not that I seek the gift itself, but I seek for the profit which increases to your account. When we start understanding blessings and we start seeing that, hey, Holy Spirit lays on our heart to bless somebody. It's the blessing time of the year. Okay, We're, He mentioned it earlier. How many of us are thankful for God's grace? How many of us are thankful for all the, uh, the stuff? We got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of, a lot of good stuff and resources, whether it's abilities and gifts and money or whatever we've been lavished as as a people we are blessed and there's those around us who are not so blessed there are those around us who for whatever the reason they don't have so you get the haves and the have-nots bible says you'll always have the poor with you always what do you do when you see them what do we do when we see them yeah, you go by them, I understand. You go by them and you see them regularly and our first thought is, well, they're just there. They're, they're just there trying to get what they can get. And, and, of course, they all were dropped off that morning in pink Cadillacs or Cadillacs and they're all going to be picked up that afternoon in a Cadillac and they're all going to some nice house that afternoon. See, that's some of the things we think because one or two may do that, but guess what? The rest of them don't. How do we know? We have a lot. I spent, there was a heavy heaviness on me for almost the last, I'd say, two, two and a half years down at Excel. And it was simply this. Those that have much, much is required. 
That's us. Those that have been blessed with much, much is required. We can't accidentally escape the fact that you and I have been lavished upon. And needs are all around us. Opportunities are all around us. We entertain angels all unaware all the time around us and we don't even realize it. And this is not something that, this goes back to the internal radar, that internal trigger, that internal, those flags, those, those, those sirens that go off in our spirit. Hey, you bless. Hey, you bless. Hey, you're lavished. You're blessed. I've, God's, I've been good to you. You be good to them. You are now just going to be my conduit. I am going to, I've blessed you to bless others. I've, I've lavished you to lavish others. I've poured into you to pour into others. And you say, why does preachers say that kind of stuff all the time? Well, this verse, that verse, I just read it. He says, but oh, not that I seek the gift itself, but I seek for the profit which increases on your account. Verse 18, but I have received everything in full and have an abundance. I am amply supplied, having received from Epaphroditus what you sent, a fragrant aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. Look, I got mine. You blessed me. Praise God. Praise God. You blessed me. You lavished your goodness on me. You gave me resources. You gave me food. You gave me stuff. You gave me what I need. I am amply supplied. And notice again how, just above it and right here below it, it turns around. Notice the blessing of the... Notice how the blessing works. We bless... I wrote something down earlier. When you bless, you're blessed. I really wrote that down. When you're blessed, when you bless, you're blessed. When you bless, you're blessed. I'll never forget, I was a young person. And my daddy pastor in a church. And there was this little lady. She was probably in her 80s every day. Well, every Sunday. And I've used this story before. Every Sunday, she'd bring him a, a, a can of peaches. A can of peaches. Just, a, you know, canned peaches. She'd bring them to him week after week after week. Forever. And Daddy would take them. He would graciously take them. But one day, one day he, he was polite. He was kind. And he said, here's what he said. Look, you don't have to do that. It crushed her. It absolutely crushed her. Because she was blessing him. But guess who was being blessed? Her. She was receiving the blessing. She, it wasn't much. It was just simple. I mean, when we think about it, well, it's not really much. It don't have to be much. But when you and I are obedient, when the Holy Spirit, when you're at, let's, let's think of all the examples. You're at the red light. And the person standing there with the sign, you ever been there? We all have. You're, you're getting gas and somebody walks up. You ever been there? You're walking to the Walmart parking lot and here comes somebody. You ever been there? Uh, you're walking to the mall and you see somebody sitting there. You ever been there? We've all been there. What does the Holy Spirit tell you sometimes? Not all the times, but sometimes. Bless them. 
And at that moment, at that moment, I see the seconds up there. Y'all don't see it. Everybody look up there. They put me seconds. That's hilarious. See there, if you're not here tonight, you don't know what I'm talking about. You can't see it, and we're not going to show you until you come next week. Well, you can't come next week. You get Thanksgiving. I got seconds now. It's crazy. And I'm so squirrel, you know what I mean? Squirrel. I see the second, 51, 52. I got to train myself to now I got to, I got to be really focused, really far, really focused. Because I, I don't have seconds no more. Hey, give me seconds at certain times. Like, give me seconds right before the sermon's about to start. When I'm standing up here at 559 point something. When I'm wondering how much longer. That's when I want seconds. Not now, because them things drive me crazy. He was blessing me. He wasn't blessing me. Thank you, Ty. I love you, brother. Come to church. You're going to miss it. But notice what he does. Who gave? Who gave? The church gave. The individuals gave. The people gave. The church at Philippi. The individuals at Philippi gave. And he says, look, not that I seek the gift myself, verse 15, but I seek it for the profit which increases to your account, verse 19, and my God will supply all whose needs? My God will supply all your needs. Here Paul is. Paul is, Paul is if you go back over to verse uh, 12, I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity in any and every circumstance. I've learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need he goes from a conversation he goes from explaining how verse 13 and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me puts into context that verse that we use out of context all the time Paul here's talking about I got needs and I'm I understand and you guys have lavished your grace out on me you have met my needs beyond anything I can ever dream or imagine if I'm amply supplied. And he says here, he says, and my God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Yesterday morning we was having a staff meeting and God spoke to me. He does that at times. Rob had put candy all down the middle for a meeting we had had sometime in there. And we've all been to a parade down in Excel. We'd have parades, Christmas parades, Thanksgiving parades. It's a small parade. And they'd go down, you know, they're going out. And when they're, what are they doing at the front? They're throwing out lots of candy. I mean, you're getting lots of candy. You're getting lots of candy. But by the time they go down to their grocery store and turn around and come back, and guess what? They, they're like, we ain't got no more. We're out of candy. They'll start throwing, some of them start throwing boxes at you. We don't have nothing else. Here, go put that in the garbage. We're out. God don't work that way. God's box don't run out. God's, God's box don't run out. See, when we, when we bless others, we're blessed. 
And the thing is, we serve a God who owns a cattle on a thousand hills and his box don't run out, his sack don't run out, his, his candy bag. Wouldn't you love to just be able to go through every time you've been at those stop signs and saw the sign? Wouldn't you like to have every person that sat there and said, hey, I'm hungry, wouldn't you have liked to have fed every one of them? I know I would have. I know she sure would have. But my God just continues to toss and continues to bless and continues to lavish and continues to pour out. And my God will supply all of your needs according to His riches and glory. That when the world don't, when we think about blessings and we try to understand the concept of blessings, we, we see it as almost like here. Here, family of four, I'm going to give you a card and I'm going to give you that. And we think it's sort of over. But biblically, it's not over if you did that with the right heart. If you sit there and said, hey, family of five, here, I want to, Holy Spirit's told me, and it's anonymous, we know, and I want to bless you. What we do is we walk away and we act as if it's over. And guess what? We get into tomorrow and we get into the next day and we think it's over. But God don't forget that. God don't forget that and He don't forget that one. And He don't forget the ones from last week. Because he's got, he's got lavish goodness and my God will supply all of whose needs? The giver's needs. Your needs. No other church blessed me. No other church came up alongside of me and supported my ministry. Nobody else but you alone. And he says it. Not that I seek the gift itself, but I seek for the profit which increases to your account. Guys, if there's an account that we really want to be up on... It's the blessing, it's the lavishing, it's the, it's the ministering to, it's the, it's the pouring out. Why? Because, and here's what we do, the Bible tells us, Jesus says, look, when you give, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Don't sit here and say, hey, guess what, I gave a bunch of money to a family of five. I did a whole lot, I'm somebody. The Bible says you have your reward. How'd that feel? But when we just give it and forget it, God, I give that to you. Bless them in Jesus' name. That account grows. And we got a God who lavishes, and my God will supply all your needs according to what? See, His economy is different than our economy. Our bank accounts are limited. You can, you can only go and stick that card in the slot so many times. I don't care who you are, you can only stick it in the slot so many times before it says declined. I don't care who you are. God never says declined. We serve a God who's, who never says declined, who's never, you can't outgive Him, you can't outbless Him, you, can't, you cannot be obedient to Him and Him run out of blessings that He is going to lavish on you. Because my God will supply, and my God will supply all of your needs according to His riches and glory. That's unlimited, that's massive. 
We view blessings based on our understanding of blessings. We view it as, well, I can't give but a little, but God's not going to do much. Listen, you give and watch what God does. Only place in Scripture, He says, try me on this one. Test me on this one. See, don't I open up storehouses of heaven and pour it out on you? Guys, now's the time. Now's the season. This is the season. We're, we're thinking, we're thinking, we're thinking. Those that have much, much is required of us, church. I'm not telling you to do nothing. Except listen to the Spirit inside of you that's dwelling inside of you. And if God says do it, you better do it. To him who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. If God says bless, you better bless. If, 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 you, if you're in that moment, in that conflict, that, that moment of, of faith-growing conflict that happens inside of you, Lord, I don't see how I'm going to make it if I do this, but I'm going to do it out of faith in you. Watch what happens. Because we got a God who's got a storehouse way bigger than we can understand. Blessing is not like we understand. Blessing is God is big. God is good. Little things happen. Little things start happening. Big things happen. Big things start happening. I can't explain God. And my God will supply all your needs. All of them. You're telling me, Lord, if I just... If I just obey you and be sensitive to your leading and do what you tell me to do, you will supply all my needs. Yes, that's what the Bible says. And my God will supply all your needs. He didn't say wants. Okay? He says needs. And my God will supply all your needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That's vast. I can't tell you the number of times I've talked about this from different angles and different aspects and I get into tomorrow and I see those people. Sometimes I see them when I'm doing 65. Sometimes I see them when I'm walking. And those, those, those moments of am I going to apply this? Am I going to... Am I going to take what I know is true about God and know is true about His Word and His teaching? Am I going to do what God is clearly telling me to do? That's where the rubber meets the road. That's where, that's where faith grows. That's where obedience transforms. Because we, we simply we bless and we lavish and we out of the overflow and out of the abundance and out of all the excess that you and I have been given we simply listen and we do what he tells us to do I'm not telling you what to do except listen to him and do what he tells you to do and we serve a God who has unlimited 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 that he wants to press down, shaken together on us. That's 
where we pray for sensitivity. That's where we pray for ears that are listening, a heart that's listening, a, a spirit that is just simply listening. Not at what the world says, but listening to what He's telling us as we go. See, Jesus left and He went home and He's seated at the right hand of the Father and He says, look, i got to go away. It's far greater for me to go because when I go, I'm going to send the Helper with you. Guys, we got the Helper goes everywhere we go all the time. Sensitivity to the Holy Spirit is crucial to our walk, to our journey, to our Growth. Lord, help me hear you in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the noise, in the midst of, I don't see where this really makes sense because yeah, here's a family of four, but preacher, you don't know what it's like in my house right now. Things are tight. Imagine what God can do. I'm not telling you to do nothing, but yeah, but preacher, if I if I do that, I mean, I I may not be. I'm not telling you to do nothing. Where's it coming from? Two questions. Two questions. Is the devil asking you to bless somebody? Is the devil asking you to bless somebody? Is the devil asking you to lavish and, and be his hands and his feet? Is the, devil, is the devil asking you to do it? Then if it's not the devil, then what's the other option? And there we stand. Father God, help us to understand blessings and giving and generosity. Help us to see it through your eyes. God, what does that mean to increase to our account? God, what is our account? Lord, I don't understand that. I know what a bank account is, but what is, a, what is that account it's talking about there in verse 17? Paul said, not that I had a need, but I wanted to do it to increase your account. God, help us to just listen. Not try to... Real, uh, rationalize, not try to figure you out, but just obey you. Not try to make it all, make all the dots fit and make it make sense and make it all work out and, and make the figures just be perfect, but help us just by faith, just, okay, you want me to do this? I'll do it. You want me to do this? I'll do it. You want me to do this? I'll do it. And trust you with the rest. Trust you with the rest. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Night, night.